What's up, everybody? Mindset Monday, the day of the week that I don't have an intro for. That's okay. Intros are overrated. Let's go. Today, talking about empathy and compassion, like the, the, like the pros and cons. Like, is, is, is it good to always be empathetic and compassionate towards, towards others? And even more so, in this case, towards ourselves. Now, I'm not going to, like, get too much into, like, the definitions. I mean, you know, that... Yeah, I mean, okay, there's a difference between empathy and compassion. Empathy, you know, according to the way they define it, is more like, okay, just having an awareness, trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes, you know, understanding the way they're probably feeling based on a certain situation, even though you have never experienced that, whatever it may be. Compassion seems to be the next step to really, like, to really be together in their struggle and maybe even help out. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. But like, I think, I think we get the point when we hear words like empathy and compassion as it relates to, you know, towards other people or even towards ourselves, which I think is probably even more important. A lot of times, um, you get the point. All right. Like understanding someone else's or your own suffering, recognizing that, and then, um, acknowledging that and, and well, you know, either offering advice or just kind of words of acknowledgement. Um, now, why did I want to make an episode about the pros and the pros and cons? Like, why can it not be a good thing sometimes? And I'm gonna be honest. This episode is probably gonna sound a little bit like like harsh. Uh, because I actually kind of like to be harsh on myself nowadays. I don't consider myself to be like that strong of a person emotionally, but I'm definitely working on it. And I feel like I've gotten a lot emotionally stronger over the past few years. And I'll just say right out the gate that a big part of it is just having a little bit less compassion for myself, feeling less sorry for myself about certain things that, well, as I've described in past episodes, are fairly high up on the hierarchy of needs, okay? Because in the hierarchy of needs from Maslow or Maslow or Maslow or however you pronounce it, you know, it's the physiological and safety needs first. And then after that comes things like self-esteem and, and stuff like that. You know, these things that I like to call quote unquote first world problems. Now, um, most of us, as I've described before, if you're lucky enough to listen to this podcast, you have your physiological and safety needs met. Most of the issues, most of the things that we end up seeking empathy and compassion for in our modern lives, either from others or from ourselves, are kind of higher up on that hierarchy of needs. And they're things related to self-esteem, you know? Maybe you didn't get the promotion you wanted at your job. Maybe your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your spouse, your wife, husband, whatever, you know, they, they left you. Um, like, these are the biggest things. Um, and I'm actually, like, recording this at a time where I'm not in a relationship, but I'm in, you know, I think my, my love life over the past couple of years has always been, it's had its ups and downs. Let's just put it that way. And, you know, I think I am someone who... Um, I get very emotional about relationships right from the start. Um, and I kind of like used to look at it as like a, you know, a character flaw almost. But now I'm just like, well, it is what it is. You know, you, you use use what you got, if that makes sense. Let's not look at it as like a bad thing. Um, use what you have. But anyway, and so like I've been, um, you know, a bit emotional lately, let's say, um, about my... Uh, personal life, okay? And, you know, just working on trying to regulate those emotions. Now, um, without going too much into detail on that, the 
point of this is, is when I think about myself and a lot of other people, because for a lot of us, it's the same thing. A lot of us, it is, you know, relationship related issues, right? It's, you know, maybe it is, it's, it's loneliness. You, you know, uh, it, it's, it could be related to friendships, but oftentimes it's related to our relationships with other people. And this is kind of, this is in that like third, fourth rung of that hierarchy of needs where it's the, the self-esteem needs and everything. Um, you know, it's not an immediate physiological or safety need unless you're in like some terrible abusive relationship, which is a real thing. And there are a lot of us that have been in those. Uh, but if you're not in like a dangerous situation regarding your relationships or whatever, you know, you have going on, it's like, okay, it's not an immediate like physiological or safety need. So what is it? It ultimately does become, you know, self-esteem is not always the right word, but you get the point. It's not one of these... It's not one of these needs. Uh, it's not a direct threat to your life right now, if that makes sense. Whatever the issue is that you need some empathy or compassion for. And, you know, on the one hand, it's very useful for all of us. I think, you know, most of my friends, men, men and women would agree that it's very useful to receive empathy and compassion just from other friends or from a therapist, counselor, psychologist, whoever, someone to listen Okay, someone who you can talk to about your problems, someone that you can trust, someone um, that will, you know, not even necessarily your problems. You know, Diego was talking to me about how I always use the word problems on this podcast, but it, you know, your your feelings, what you're going through, um, the good and the bad, and it's very useful to have that. I, I, I don't think I'm not really trying to argue against that, but I also think that there kind of becomes a limit. And like, what do I mean by this? I guess with me for myself. I am trying, some people would argue that this is not a good idea, but I am trying to reach out less in those situations. You know, like if I'm feeling either somewhat heartbroken or just or just down, like emotionally down for anything that is not a direct physiological and safety issue for me, whenever I'm feeling emotionally down about something, um, I'm trying, you know, anxiety, depression, whatever, I'm trying not to reach out as much to other people, the people who I would normally reach out to about this, just because number one, I see it kind of as like a lack of gratitude in general. Like, look at me right now. Like I might not be in like the best emotional state, you know, today or over the past few days, but I'm sitting here recording this podcast in a climate controlled apartment building in a fairly nice area of downtown Minneapolis, looking outside. It's still a little snowy because it's March, but it's a beautiful day. And it's like, there is nothing to complain about. I was just able to eat breakfast, ate whatever I wanted to eat. I'm about to have some coffee. Like, how could you not be grateful for this when most humans throughout history and still most of all the animals who live in the animal kingdom nowadays seem to have no right to any of this? You know, this is all a privilege, basically, what most of us have in modern times. I mean, I've said before, it seems to me that as humans, we all, as modern humans, we kind of have this, we feel like we're entitled sometimes to this like great, you know, happiness and wonderful life. And it just doesn't make sense to me because, um, you know, I think most humans throughout history and most, you know, still animals, which let's be real, we're, we're animals. We're still, we're animals. We just happen to have, you know, we learned how to use our brains better or whatever um, to take over the world, so to speak, over the last however many centuries. But most humans throughout history and all animals still, they don't seem to have any right to happiness, okay? They seem to have the right to attempt to survive and procreate, to attempt to survive and procreate. And so that's why when I, you know, look at myself and some of the quote-unquote problems that I have and the things that I suffer from emotionally, 
sometimes you want to just just knock yourself in the head like I just did, and you're like, bro, like like be grateful. Like this, the, these are your issues. These are the things that are dragging you down. Um, and just you know, like men would essentially use just the words just toughen up. Well, women would use those words too. But I, I do think there is part of it is like a masculinity thing in society. Um, you know, we would say that like old school thinkers would say, you know, well, yeah, men just need to need to toughen up. Men don't cry, you know, men, etc. And this is an interesting topic for me because I actually, I would say up until a couple years ago, I was definitely of the belief that, you know, men should cry. And like, I do cry on a somewhat, not that often anymore, but like, I, I do cry. I mean, I probably, I would say throughout my adult life, I've probably cried I don't know, not that often, but like once every few months about something, you know, and usually it's, and it's not even, I haven't experienced that many like, you know, deaths in the family or anything like that. Like usually it'll be related to my own emotional issues, you know, not, not, not like a death in the family, not like, you know, an immediate physiological or safety need. It's just my own emotional, you know, issues oftentimes related to relationships or just, you know, numerous other things, but like, and I do cry nowadays though. I am kind of turning myself more into a, I don't know, like an old school version of what we might consider someone who tries to be like tough and manly, tries to be, I'm not being that successful at it yet. And part of the reason is, this is going to get controversial, I hope some of you enjoy this part. So I know that the trend probably in society, definitely in the US and probably throughout the world, is that a true man, you know, quote unquote, a true man understands his feelings and a true man opens up about his feelings and isn't afraid to cry. And a true man will talk it out. And a true, true man recognizes his emotions. A true man doesn't, you know, just snap to anger. A true man is not, you know, violent. A true man is emotional and will, you know, work through the issues. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of rambled on that, but I don't know if I really like that just based on what what I've found in how that attitude has affected me in relationships with women. I think, I think that even though most women, particularly progressive women here in the U.S., would say that, you know, yes, men should feel their emotions, and I want a man who, you know, has emotional intelligence, whatever that means. I want a man who feels his emotions, who is willing to cry, and, you know, who's not just some macho tough guy. I think that there is a part within most women, most heterosexual women, who say, no, I actually do want a man who is kind of old school and maybe is not afraid to be really, really angry and maybe even would be willing to use violence in certain situations and maybe should just toughen up and not cry. I think that women, even sometimes when they say that's, you know, oh, no, 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 I want like a man who's, you know, progressive and emotionally, you know, vulnerable. I don't know if that's entirely the case. And I have numerous anecdotal pieces of evidence that I could share to back that up, but I'd rather not get into too many details about my experiences with, you know, different women in the past. So I think there's, and, and I think this is an interesting psychological um, dilemma here. I think that a lot of times we have certain trends in society that we like want ourselves to believe and we want everyone to believe, but it doesn't actually line up with what we truly want, maybe biologically, psychologically, whatever. I really do think that most heterosexual women 
and I know I'm just taking this off on like a, a manliness tangent, but I think that most heterosexual women actually truly do deep down want a man who has a little bit of that kind of just like old school tough guy in him. I mean, and it makes sense because women want to be, you know, protected. They want someone who is who is willing to defend them when the time comes. And I know that I've, I feel like in the relationships, things are always a test, you know, and I feel like in certain small situations that I didn't realize were going to be a test of this in the past, I failed. And like I said, I know I'm kind of speaking in code, but I don't like to go into like the real personal details. Um, Cause you know, you never know who would listen to this podcast. Um, but anyway, um, I think that, yeah, I don't know. I think that long story short that I think there is something to the fact that maybe men actually just shouldn't cry and shouldn't have that much self-compassion. I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule, but like you get my point that maybe, uh, men in society and see now I'm opening up a whole other can of worms it's like okay well why are you being so male or female you know what about the you know people who say we shouldn't be identifying so much as just oh well, this is a male thing this is a female thing why are you going so deep into that Sean well it's another fair question right um, the point is to bring this back to the beginning and not even worry that much about male versus female is in my eyes, based on my past experience, particularly over the past five, six, seven years of my life, I actually think that it's valuable to be less compassionate with myself, to be less compassionate with myself. Now, how does this relate to the way I treat other people? That's a good question. Um, it's a very good question because obviously the way we treat other people is a great reflection of ourselves and the way we treat ourselves. Okay. So that's a very good question. Um, you know, am I less empathetic and compassionate towards other people than I used to be? Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I guess the point is, is I've kind of learned in, you know, certain situations over the past five, six, seven years that me thinking that I deserve some form of empathy or compassion for certain things has been a poor strategy for me. It has not worked. And, uh, I think there are certain situations where had I just quote unquote toughened up and not asked for any empathy or compassion from others or from myself, things would have worked out a lot better for me. And I think that, you know, cause you'll hear this, you'll hear, you know, one of my mentors always talks about compassion or compression. What do you need to, what do you need to hit people with? It depends on the person, depends on the situation. Okay. Some people need compassion for the situation they're in. You first got to help them out by being compassionate. Some people just need compression. What is compression? It's basically just basically telling somebody toughen up. I don't want to hear your excuses. You know, when we could take this just to the simple things, like one of the areas of my life that I am doing very well in is physical fitness. Okay. Like I'm very physical fit. I'm very physically fit, very disciplined with my workouts, pretty disciplined in my nutrition. Like I've got that area under control. So, you know, I might tell someone, I mean, it depends on the situation, but when I'm, when I'm working with someone on their fitness, I might say like, okay, I, you know, uh, yeah, I hear you, but I don't accept that as an excuse. I don't accept the excuse you're making. I'm, I'm not going to choose to be overly empathetic or compassionate in this situation because it's not going to help you. You know, one of my lines from the same mentor that he always says is the greatest weakness that we can do someone is accommodate them for their shortcomings. Okay. To accommodate them for their shortcomings are the greatest injustice we can do someone to accommodate someone for their shortcomings. And I do agree with that statement. Like we don't want to, you know, we have to get ourselves out of our comfort zone. Sometimes we have to push others to get outside of their comfort zone rather than, you know, just letting ourselves always 
just just stay within these excuses it's like oh well you know because of this this is the issue it's like okay some excuses i guess sure you know they're pretty real and they deserve lots of empathy and compassion but sometimes empathy and compassion is not good when it's overused and so this is kind of when i get into the bait that's that's the the big debate it's where do you draw the line you know where the, you know someone and I include myself in this, obviously, like at some point, you know, I do need some form of empathy or compassion because of the emotional things I might be going through from myself and from others. But then there's other times where you just, <laughs> you almost kind of got to say, hey, I understand, I hear about your situation, but that's not an excuse for you to not get your job done or for you to not keep making improvements or to perform or to do whatever you want to do. That's not an excuse for you. I don't accept your excuse. And like I said, this is me more like talking to myself than me the way I would speak to other people. I mean, you know, depending on the person and the situation, maybe I would, but I don't know. I think about this a lot. I really think about this a lot um, as a way to get what we want in this life. Um, You know, at what point are we being too empathetic and compassionate with others, but then also even more importantly, ourselves and I know this is like a really like raw brutal way to look at this to end things but I really do like to just sometimes sit here and say all right yeah we're human beings in this beautiful modern society but let's like zoom out and let's let's like look at ourselves as animals again you know and like I said um every (laughs) every animal out there in the wild I'm guessing. I don't know what their brains are like. I don't know what they think, but you know, when when it's when it's just you're trying to survive all day long, okay? Kill or be killed, the whole thing. I'm not I'm, this is not a promotion, you know, saying that we should kill other human beings. It's not what this is, okay? But when it's it's a matter of survival, when it's kind of life and death every day, try to get food to survive, try to not be killed. When you look at it like that, and that's what most living beings on this earth appear to be experiencing every day, a lot of the things that we're going through and that we need empathy and compassion for, <laughs> it's like, bro, <laughs> toughen up. <laughs> like, And believe me, this is me talking to myself more than it is talking to anyone else. Because, man, maybe it's just something about the way the human brain works. I don't know. You know, but it's, it's more of me just talking to myself than to anyone else. But I hope it's useful to some of you as well. Because uh, a lot of us are just... We allow ourselves to be depressed and anxious about things that are, as I always call them, first world problems. So, I don't know. Um, You know, do what works for you. Do what works for you. Seek empathy and compassion when you need it. Offer empathy and compassion when you feel it's right. Um, I certainly will offer empathy and compassion when I feel it's right to myself and to others. But I think there's a fine line. It's tricky. It's tricky. This was a Mindset Monday episode that's it's not so clear. Like, I don't like to be super clear on these episodes. Like, you need to do exactly this in this life because I don't have it all figured out. I don't know. So I like to kind of leave it open. Anyway, that was your Mindset Monday. Hope your, hope your Monday goes well if you actually listen to this on a Monday.